Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to r slash nuclear revenge, where this 15-year-old boy gets revenge on his abusive ex-stepdad by eventually causing his death. However, before we get into that, I want to give you a quick update and some news about my marathon that I'm running in April. First of all, if you didn't already know, I am running the London Marathon on behalf of kids. It's an amazing charity that helps disabled children get a brighter future. And so far, as you can see on screen, we've raised about 250 pounds. Now, as you can see here, my goal is 2000, which look, it's quite a lot. And for that reason, I'm going to set a little forfeit. If we do hit this goal of 2000 pounds, then I will for one video and one video only after April dress up with full Karen makeup, a Karen wig and a dress like this on screen right now. So if you want to see that, if that's some sort of incentive to you to compile my misery and make me look as stupid as possible, then get over to this page. The link is the top line of the description on whatever platform you're on and also in the pinned comment and donate whatever you can. If we get to that target of £2,000, one video, one video only, I'm going to go to the nines, mate. Full Karen makeup. Now, the final thing I want to do is in every single video up until the marathon, if we get a new donation, I'm going to be giving a shout out out to every single supporter so cynthia mike ml alex pegita sam dan neil harry daria jdog scott harry louis kate and finally bob a big thank you to all of you for being so kind and donating to the cause again if you want to shout out and you want to see me in full karen attire get donating it's an amazing cause and yeah i'm running 26.2 miles guys it's gonna be quite a feat so donate i will love you very much if you do that no chat it's an amazing thing to do to donate to an amazing charity like this but without being said let's get into the first nuclear event story I, a 15-year-old male, indirectly caused the death of my abusive ex-stepdad. Backstory. When I was nine, my mum met a man who, for the sake of the story, we'll call John. John was an unremarkable man. He was a chef and he was from New York living in South Philadelphia at the time. My mum, being emotionally unstable, decided to give him a try after lots of past relationships not working out. Seriously, she has a bad taste in men. And I feel that now is a good time to mention that my dad is dead from a drug overdose. Philadelphia, man. Drugs are everywhere. So my mum was desperate for someone to be that guy who was good for her and me. She gives John a chance and out of nowhere, boom, John has cancer. Came out of the blue and my mum's heartstrings were pulled by him and she was attached to him for good. I was nine at the time, so of course I was a stupid kid who never thought my mum could be wrong. Well, I didn't notice her getting black eyes, but my grandfather did. So one day at a corner store in my neighborhood, he decided to beat John black and blue. He was stuck on the couch for days and looking back, it brings a smile to my face. 
but he convinced my mum that my grandmother who was manipulative manipulated my grandfather to beat him up so we have to move after an intervention was held holy freaking heck i was there it was wild my mum decided to move we packed our things in our van and i held my 90 pound rottweiler on my lap and we moved to freaking florida chapter two freaking florida i'm gonna admit life kind of sucked here for five years i was stuck in such a dumpster fire of a state with no family support my mum was abused daily and i was mostly mentally abused i also lost my great grandmother at this time and i wanted to go back to philly for the funeral but john said no eventually in 2021 my mum left john and then the worst night of my life happened chapter three halloween 2021 i was still in florida shocker and i went trick-or-treating with a younger friend at this point in time my mum was paying for john's new apartment because she just wanted him gone well that night he broke into our apartment took my puppy for a walk weird time to care about a dog while committing a crime but hey my dog had fun and he smashed everything my mum decided that instead of calling the police she would confront him with me alone so we went and as a precaution my mum had a knife on her we went and when we got there there was a girl with john a fight ensued and i called 911. i also beat the everlasting heck out of john unfortunately my mum couldn't see that and she thought that john was winning so she stabbed him it was non-lethal his fat got in the way and he didn't go to the hospital so when the police showed up they gave a good look at my mum with choke marks from the fight and arrested her for assault and breaking and entering chapter four leaving florida and having a very merry christmas well the child came and went my mother is off the hook but she will be a felon until the completion of a program so we left john in florida and decided to move back north to new jersey i know my mum breaking up with john was down to me because i pushed hard for it life continues but november comes around and i received news that made me burst out in laughter john's sister came forward and told us he shot himself in the head i even read his final note and everything i ruined his relationship with my mum, and karma came back life goes on and he dies unloved and alone and there we go a short but sweet start to this episode i can't help but think that that final act of doing that to himself was his last little message to you and your mother of saying you know what i'm going to give you this guilt and emotional trauma for the rest of your lives as i have done for the time that i was alive maybe not i'm not sure but clearly this guy was a very troubled man and maybe your mum is also oh, a horrible situation let's carry on now moving on to our next nuclear revenge story Dude pays me in counterfeit currency, immediately gets arrested. Years ago, roughly 2010, when I was doing pizza delivery, I delivered on campus. Pretty standard procedure, call the customer and wait in the parking lots. Buddy comes down, hands me money, takes the pizza and walks away. Then he starts to run. I look in my hand and one of the $10 bills is ripped in half and the $20 is horribly counterfeit. Dude's already back in his dorm and it's pass activated, so I can't even get in. Then I remembered I have his number in my phone from when I called him. So I called the store, tell them what happened, and they mark his number as a prank caller, so no more deliveries. Figured, hey, that's good enough, I guess. Then, as I was leaving, I see campus security talking to a police member. There was a check stop just before the entrance to the grounds. I stop and walk up and give them the rundown of what happened. Give the counterfeit bill and the writ bill to the officer while the campus security dude is looking up the phone number in the student directory. Campus security finds out who it is and off they go. 10 minutes later, Buddy is in the back of a police car with his dorm mate for 
theft under $1,000 because technically he didn't pay for the pizza. Possession of counterfeit currency. He had more in his dorm. Possession of narcotics. Possession of a controlled substance. Addies and Zannies, I believe. Possession with intent to sell. Possession of stolen property. And another charge that I can't remember. I guess he posted bail a couple of days later and came down to the pizza shop to have some words with me. But I wasn't working that night. So buddy started trashing the lobby and got arrested again for trespassing, criminal mischief, and vandalism. And they found a knife on him as well when they searched him. So there was a weapons charge too, but I think that got dropped. I'm not sure what happened after the second arrest, as I was never called to testify in court, but I'm gonna assume he took a plea deal. He most definitely got expelled from the university though. I'm sorry, but I've got to say that is one of the dumbest crimes I've ever heard of. First of all, it's blatantly obvious the money is not real, so the guy's gonna realize straight away and be like, okay, something's up, probably gonna call the police. Secondly, you've done it outside of your dorm. Everyone knows where you live. You've run back inside your own house. It's not gonna be that hard to find out who you are. And thirdly, to compile the misery, the guy has your phone number and was literally just calling you on the phone. I, 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 yeah so dumb and also the final point is if you're doing something illegal just stick to one thing like stealing a pizza this is my advice to only criminals watching by the way stick to one thing don't have loads of drugs and other stuff in your room and also a knife on you and then go and trash up a like shop honestly criminals these days man i swear back in the day they used to be intelligent not anymore now for our next story delivery drivers and taco bell haters should read this i cost taco bell a thousand dollars ever since the pandemic started as you all know a lot of lobbies are often closed and you have to go through the drive-through where i live everything is pretty much open but taco bells always hit and miss sometimes a single taco bell will go back and forth between the lobby being open so it's a guessing game i got a taco bell order i parked so i could go in but the door was locked no big deal Got back in my car and went through the drive-thru. She told me I needed to come in. I told her I tried. She said, you need to go in through a different door. I asked if she could just hand it to me through the drive-thru since I had tried to come in already. And she just said no and wouldn't respond to anything else I said. Side note, there was nobody in the drive-thru. It was morning and pretty dead. Irritated, I parked again and tried a different door and it was locked. I tried a third door and I got in. She handed me the food and I said in a friendly tone, just so you know, legally, every door for customers has to be unlocked during business hours. It even says that at the top of the doors. She said, I don't like having all the doors unlocked, so mind your business. We got into a small confrontation there and I left pretty irritated. I called a nearby Taco Bell to ask how to contact the district manager and they got me in touch with him. I told him everything that happened and he told me he was going to call them and call me back. About an hour goes by and he calls me back and tells me that the two doors I tried were broken and they were going to get them fixed and us delivery drivers need to stop being upset at every little tiny thing and bothering managers. My irritated mood just went from five to 10 really fast. He kept going on about how us delivery drivers just need to learn. Learn what? I don't know. And how the food industry is sick of us all. I was like, sir, just so you know, I'm disabled. And having to get in and out of the car a bunch is a hassle. But what if someone really disabled was trying to get in and had to try three different doors? Not to mention if there was a fire. It's important to note here that there were two different small parties inside eating. So after he hung up on me, I called Osher and filed a report. And they told me to call the fire department right away because yeah 
doors must remain unlocked at all times the fire department and osher have now gotten back to me and i feel justified they sent me a copy of the locksmith he had to hire to fix the door that he said was supposedly broken and a fine to the city the fire department had gotten to the store before the district manager so the doors in question were still locked and they experienced that for themselves every time i call taco bell corporate it just hangs up when you select the option to talk to someone so i called the more local company that owns the taco bells around here and turned in the recording of the phone call with the dm what could have been solved by handing me the order through the window or god forbid unlocking the doors which were not broken turned in to close to a thousand dollars in fines for that dm and ruined his week i'm so sick of restaurants treating us like garbage and guys just in case you're wondering if this story was real or fake i've got some proof up on screen this is just an email kind of confirmation from osher saying good afternoon the store has responded to your complaint here's the copy of it we're now closing this activity thanks So there you go. A good complaint, a very worthy one, because as you say, for you, it's not the most annoying thing. Yeah, it's annoying, but you know, you can get around it. Actually, to be fair, you said you were disabled. Take it back. If there was a fire or if someone was severely disabled, that could be seriously annoying and potentially life-threatening. It is illegal after all. So good on you for doing this. Good revenge. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now for our final reddit revenge story of this episode woman road rages against me gets arrested during christmas This happened in early december last year I'm driving home from school one afternoon and I accidentally cut off a lady in a big suburban I quickly got back into my original lane and waved an apology after she honked at me I was a bit tired. So I missed her in my blind spot I thought that that would be the end of it, but boy was I wrong My one careless move triggered a series of road rage incidents from her that I never thought anyone would be capable of resorting to First this woman speeds around me and aggressively cuts me off and brake checks me very hard Mind you the speed limit was 45 miles an hour and I was already doing 50 She had to be passing me at no less than 70 miles an hour I gave her some room in case she brake checks me again, which she did bringing a whole lane down to 15 miles an hour all while flipping me off outside her window. I have a dash cam. So even if I hit her, I could have taken the insurance payout, but dealing with insurance is too much of a hassle. And I love my car, so I didn't want to damage it. Other cars start passing us, so I try to do the same, but she dives in front of me again. Eventually, she lets me pass and I wave her sorry again, which she responds to with the finger. Finally, we stop at a red light and she pulls alongside me, yelling at me to roll down your freaking window, you N-word. I'm not even black. Of course, I don't in case she pulls something out on me. Other cars are honking at her for blocking my adjacent lane while yelling at me, but she gives zero poops. Once the light turns green, I make a loop around the block to try and lose her, but to no avail. I even haul butt down an open road to see if she gives up. My car is heavily modded, so it can comfortably smoke her SUV, but she persists. 
I'm thinking, what kind of person has this much time on a weekday to follow someone around? Had I driven home, she could have come back later and done God knows what. So finally, I resort to calling the cops. Unfortunately, I'm right at the boundary of three counties, so I get bounced around dispatchers for about five minutes before finally ending up with the right jurisdiction. I explain my situation, and the dispatcher directs me to drive towards the nearest police precinct while an officer tries to intercept us. During the conversation with the dispatcher, she is still flipping me off and the dispatcher can hear her honking that's how close she was tailgating me it's been over 30 minutes since the original incident from this point seriously who the frick has that much time i stay calm and continue to relay to the dispatcher where i am as i pass intersections finally after what felt like an eternity i saw a dodge charger speeding up behind us I couldn't tell if it was a patrol car as it appeared to be an undercover vehicle. No blues and reds yet, so I confirmed with the dispatcher if there was an officer behind us. It was. Once I saw the lights come on, I pulled over and she promptly followed. As I parked in some church lot, this idiot dove out of her car and only then did she notice the Christmas tree of lights behind us. The look on her face was priceless. And what does this idiot do? She darts towards the officer's car. The officer quickly commanded her to stop, which this bag of meat seemed to understand. Not long after, his corporal and another officer arrived. Now, I'm still sitting in my car waiting for the officer to come to me. I hear the woman making up some BS story and in a few minutes, he comes up to my window to hear my side. The moment I stepped out of my car to talk to him, she yells at me, you freaking suck at driving. This was retaliated by the officer yelling at the woman. I told him my side and about all the brake checking and racial slurs, and she obviously denied it. The instant when I mentioned that it was all on dashcam, her face went pale. The officer saw all the brake checks, excessive speed, and tailgating once I pulled up the footage on my phone. And he then asked me if I wanted to press charges. Well, of course I did. They searched her SUV and found an unregistered Glock underneath the driver's seat and a tiny bag of weed, which isn't legal in my state. This woman got arrested for reckless driving, endangerment, possession of marijuana, and a couple of other things. I was just told to drive carefully with no tickets. Honestly, guys, what is it in this episode with people committing one crime, but then also having loads of other stuff on them, which is really bad and illegal as well? Like, if you're gonna chase someone, tailgate someone for half an hour and be completely reckless and obviously warrant the police being called and then pulling you over, don't have drugs and a gun that's unlicensed in your car as well? Like, does that not go without saying? Clearly not. Look, I'm not sure if that's revenge or it's just complete justice and probably just this woman doing something illegal and her getting called up on it. But nonetheless, her dumbness and my dumbness for using that as a word is nothing short of sensational. Dumbness. Is that a word? Informal. I'll take it. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. Again, please do go ahead, click the link in the description, the top line, and donate to my fundraising page for the marathon that I'm running in just a couple of months now. I want to get to £2,000. And if we do, then as I said, this face is going to be covered in makeup, going to have a wig on and a dress as well. It's going to be phenomenal stuff. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.